Understanding equity on the right. Equity is well understood within the context of capitalism. It is not understood outside of this context. Context matters and, in this instance, it matters a great deal. Democracies promote equality because it is easier to treat everyone the same way. To treat people equitably, that is based on individual factors, is in fact unjust within the capitalist system. The capitalist system is based on individual initiative. It is grounded in competition. To make it possible for everyone to end up at the same level of success defeats the purpose of capitalism. Capitalism is designed to create different outcomes. Capitalism is designed to produce winners and losers. Capitalism is nature brought into the boardroom. Survival of the fittest is the doctrine that motivates capitalism. It has been reformulated as might makes right and the end justifies the means. This means that the fittest win and the less fit lose. The only way we can tell who deserves to succeed is letting everyone struggle to win and see who come out on top. At least this is what we are taught by the apologists of capitalism. Capitalism works fine for an economy in which we each invest our resources and apply our personal efforts to a personal end. But this is no way to operate a country. If we permitted nature to take its course, society would descend into chaos. This is the vision anarchy brings to mind. Survival of the fittest applied to politics brings to mind Tammany Hall and Boss Tweed, the senator from New York State, or the Mafia. Animals have simple ways to determine who the top male is. Mankind does not. Whereas competition between animals is usually brief with a definitive outcome, conflict between the males or our species are invariably bloody, uncertain and prone to be indefinite in duration. Democracy must produce a single outcome. Democracy is mankind's way of taking the competition of males and turning it into a verifiable outcome. Democracy is nature civilized, it is not suited to generating customizable solutions for every constituent or competitor. Democracy creates a set panel of winners, who then implement programs meant to provide equality within the governed society. To give everyone the same education is easier than attempting to adjust for individual needs. As time has gone by society has attempted a more surgical approach, with as much injustice and justice being the result. Attempting solutions geared to individual situations has produced confusion and division. People cannot be easily divided. Everyone thinks they are treated unfairly. We all think others have been given preferences they are not entitled to. In a foot race, the most absurd thing to do is to place everyone on the track to ensure everyone finishes the race in a dead heat. This is simply the race run in reverse. The inequality that was supposed to arise at the end is implemented at the start. Equity and competition are incompatible. Yet, we need both. What we do not need is wrestlers competing in sprints and swimmers against those who excel at the long jump.
Equality has all of us begin at the beginning of the race in a straight line. After that, individual ability determines the outcome. Equality works as a guide when only one factor is considered, and we are striving for the best possible outcome. If we want people to make as much money as they can, give everyone the basics needed to have economic success, then let fate run its course. It is not possible to have everyone start off from an equal position, but a good education for everyone is a good place to start. The point is, if everyone tries to be wealthy and being wealthy is all that matters, by forcing unfettered competition on everyone, everyone makes as much wealth as they can. This system does not work so well if there are people with other priorities than getting wealthy. If some people are prepared to cut corners and break the law, this will generate false positives. Others argue it is fairer to eliminate competition. Competition relies on fate and chance, and it encourages people to cheat. It also assumes a homogeneity of purpose that does not exist in humans. But even if this claim is true, in the context of this civilization, the argument is irrelevant. We need the best people in the right places. Competition still gives us the best people for the job, within any given race for the top position. What equity argues it is not just unfair to leave someone behind, because they could not make a ton of money in the free market, it is also irrational. Civilization needs more than just people who can make money. It is not just unfair, but irrational, to force a physicist to function as a social worker because this is all he could achieve in the context of the environment he was in. Let's admit that leaving people behind is not fair. It is not rational to let people fail. Failure does not just hurt the person who failed, but the society who could have been made better had the person succeeded. But let's not suggest that making all fail so no one is left behind is a better option. If a few or one reaching the moon means some or many must be left behind on Earth, this is a price society must be willing to pay to ensure we reach the moon. The goal is equity, but let's figure out how to achieve this without destroying personal ambition. Equality is defined as giving everyone an equal portion. This keeps everyone from going without, but it incorporates much waste. Why give the same welfare check to the rich as well as the destitute? Justice is defined as giving everyone what they need to end up in the same place. But we do not wish everyone to end up in the same place. Nor do we all want to end up in the same place. Justice is more about the person in charge promoting their personal vision of society than doing what each person needs. Equity is giving people what they need to succeed within the context of their situation. The error made is that people think we can have equity in a democracy. This may shock many, but democracy prevents an equitable system from being implemented. In fact, democracy and equitocracy are inimical and incompatible. The differences cannot be reconciled. To start, there are no people as an identifiable entity. There is no power of the people. The idea does not even make sense.
At best the concept of an amorphous entity called, the people suggests a mob. We know there are people who support the idea of nature and who live in a democracy. These may seem to be disparate ideas, but they are not. If we are natural creatures, separate, but equal, we need a way to create a thing called the people. This is what democracy does. Out of many, one. We all vote to create a representative, a single voice to replace the cacophony of we the people. We the people who are all equal create an autocrat who rules often with little in the way of restrictions. This is natural, the herd picks a herd leader. The herd leader, to maintain the support of the people, treats the people as equal, though in fact there are those who are closer to him than others. This creates a hierarchy. The ones at the top administrate those who are under them. When equal treatment does not work, justice is tried. The government attempts to treat everyone equal and give everyone an equal opportunity, but if this does not work and people fall through the cracks or take an unfair advantage, then steps are taken to try or re-establish a degree of equality. This is done by special aid to the disadvantaged and punishment for those who take advantage of the disadvantaged. The concept of the people make us appear as if success means the same for all persons. In fact, success means different things to different people. Equity individualizes help relative to the person's perception of success. Equitocracy gives to each person what it takes for the person to succeed in his or her own field. We in the West may claim to live in a meritocracy. But how do we establish this? Do those who are good at making money succeed and acquire great wealth? Or do we think those who succeed must have deserved their success? Regardless, no one's success in a vacuum, like the kids of famous stars making it into show business, and the sons of doctors and lawyers becoming doctors and lawyers who are applauded for their hard work. There are always others who contribute to the successful person's rise. The value of their contribution is unknown, but still crucial to the successful person's outcome. Starting a business is a useful skill, but it is not the most useful skill. The ability to make money ought to be rewarded, but is a system that rewards people for the ability to make money by exploiting the talents of other people, a system that rewards people based on merit. How is merit rewarded? Is permitting people to become billionaires reward for merit or greed? Rewards seem to go first to those who can exploit the abilities of others and secondly to those who have the ability to help others. Which talent has the greater merit? Merit in this world is measured in dollars. Wealth and merit are to all intents and purposes indistinguishable. What might be difficult to accept is that merit if less rewarded than the level of rewards defines merit in the minds of most of us. Until we can measure real value or equity, we are not being equitable. It is not enough to help everyone appear to be a winner in whatever competition they enter. Equity means making all competitions equal to enter, so that we can all enter the competition that gives us the greatest possibility of winning, 
without unfairly jeopardizing the ability of other contestants to win. Equity is equal competitions not just between contestants but between the contests also. It is not just the doctor and the entrepreneur who ought to be rewarded, nor just these contests that offers the large rewards. No one ought to find greater benefit in entering contests that do not suit him or his skills because the rewards are so much greater when compared to other contests.